Well, God bless and praise the Lord, everyone. Pastor Nate Ramsey here with you again with A Village Perspective, where we're fulfilling kingdom assignments at the highest level. Now, we've been talking about being all in, fully committed. That's been the topic. And we want you to understand and know that we are so excited about this topic because we are living in a season and time where men and women of God need to be able to stand up for the sake of the kingdom and announce that I am all in. I am fully committed. Come what may, it does not matter. Does not matter what we're being challenged with in this society. Does not matter whether it's physical, uh, whether it's mental. Doesn't matter. We believe that we can do all things through Christ that strengthens us. And we've been talking about being all in, being fully committed. So let's continue on that subject uh, as we continue to allow the Spirit of God to speak to our hearts concerning this all important issue. Now, being all in as a disciple of Christ requires that we learn how to follow him. That within itself might sound to be a very simple task, but when it comes to following from a spiritual standpoint, when it comes to making sure that we will take what we hear spiritually in the word of God, in instructions, even when we see that uh, there are certain examples that we can follow, that will enrich our lives, the next step is a step of faith. It is putting it into action. This is not like the little games that we used to play when we were young, when we were little, follow the leader. Nope, not like that. There's a greater level of commitment here. There's a greater level of understanding. There's a greater level of importance when it comes to learning how to follow Christ. And I thank God. I thank God for the Spirit of God because He knows how to lead us. I thank God for anointed leaders, anointed men and women of God that are committed to the work of Christ that will fully move forward when God speaks and lead as He directs. So it is important that we understand that we must be able to follow him if we are going to be all in. Now, T.D. Jakes made a statement once before. He said, to follow Christ, we must be nomadic in nature, nomadic, uh, because God is always moving. We must be ready to move as he moves and be prepared for the next transition that he's bringing into our lives. Now, When I heard that, I had to sit for a moment and think about that, because clearly there have been times in my life when I have just thought that God was gone on a vacation somewhere, that he was mad at me or something was going on. And to be honest with you, I had to say, hey, what's up, Lord? I mean, I I haven't really heard from you. What's going on? I haven't seen anything. And, you know, in our natural senses and in in the senses of us being human many times we look from that perspective because things are not moving in the manner that we think they should move in but when you learn how to look from the spiritual perspective from the spirit realm then there's a totally 
different environment that you experience. It may not always appear that he's moving, but if you view things spiritually and not just naturally, there is a clear difference. And I say that because we have to be able to know that God is not so much interested in showing you everything that he's doing or putting it out there for you to see it. It's not, he's not like uh, Facebook, you know, he's not like TikTok where he's putting everything out there for you to see. God wants us to trust him by faith, knowing that he is moving on our behalf because he's a faithful God. So in order to follow Christ, we have to understand and know that there are times when it may not appear that he's moving, but he is definitely doing things, especially in the spirit realm. There is a clear difference between us seeing things manifested in the natural and us knowing that they're taking place in the spirit realm. As a matter of fact, everything that's manifests itself, that's from God in the natural first starts in the spirit realm. Now, being all in means not only being prepared for the next transition, but also knowing that God is divinely directing you through the process. Man, it is so important to be able to say, I'm standing on holy ground. I'm standing on the word of God. And I know that God is divinely directing me through this process. And sometimes we are literally, literally going through hell. And you still have to be able to say, God, I trust you. And I know that you are divinely directing me through the process and that I won't get lost along the way. Ha, glory to God. And that I'll know without a doubt at some point in time that you are there as you always said that you would be. So in the midst of it, I know sometimes it's just a matter of saying, God, I trust you and I'm walking by faith. Faith without works is dead, yet being alone. So even as we're following him, sometimes there's not a trail for you to follow. (laughs) Hallelujah. But there is a walk of faith that you can stand upon that would clearly show you that he is leading the way. Now, Apostle Paul said something in the scriptures, and I think it's very apropos right here. He said, Be ye followers of me as I am of Christ. Now, that word followers means imitators. Okay, I think the King James says, um, follow me as I follow Christ. That's what Apostle Paul said in 1 Corinthians 11 and 1. Follow me as I follow Christ. Now, that Greek word for followers uh, is imitators. Okay, it's imitators. And and what's an imitator? The definition of imitator is simply this, is a person who copies the actions or behavior of another. It means to mimic. Apostle Paul was a faithful imitator of Christ. You can look into the scriptures and see the things that he did. When he was converted, he understood that it was essential that he followed Christ. It was essential that he mimic the life of Christ to the best of his ability because he understood this same God, this same Christ, this same Lord was the one 
that addressed him on his road to Damascus. He said unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And that experience I know had to be one that he would never forget. So I think that it will be very important for us to have the perspective that Apostle Paul had and that we understand it is important for us to follow him, to follow Christ and say to others, if you are following me, only follow me as I follow Christ. Now, we're talking about, we were talking about the next transition. You know, we were talking about being ready for the next transition. Being ready for the next transition in our lives as we follow Christ requires that we have first disciplined ourselves enough to have completed the previous transition. Simple as it sounds, it is necessary. And then clearly hearing, obeying his instruction as we move into our next transition. Now, let me see if I can't share some light on what I'm saying here. There are too many people, I believe, in the body of Christ that are wanting to skip steps, so to speak, in their growth and development. Now, I don't have a problem if God blesses you and and that he supernaturally gives you the finances that you need to to get something in 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 6 months or a year that it took that it takes 5 or 10 years for someone else. No problem whatsoever. If God gives it to you, that means that you're ready for it. All right? That means that yeah, you're prepared for it. I know if God gives it to you. But sometimes I think that we find ourselves in this walk trying to manifest something in a time frame that does not have God's approval. So we go about making decisions without inquiring of God. And you've seen that time and time again in the scripture. And we know how that turned out. Ask Saul about it. Now, we know how that turned out. There are many others that are in the scripture that did not seek God first, but made decisions out of their own mindsets and their own wills and their own desires. And I see it all the time. And, and my prayer is that we would become a people of God that would make sure that we're being divinely led of God in the midst of what we're doing so that as we obey an instruction, then there will be uh, a smooth transition, so to speak. That doesn't mean that there's not going to be any issues or any problems, but a smooth transition into uh, our next step or our next area. If I can share this with you, I, I've, I've, I've often shared with people uh, the importance of realizing this. When you are moving in God's eyesight from step one to step two, let's say that uh, you have the duties in the church as being a janitor, all right? And you have been working in that capacity and in your work and following your job description you lost, you're, you're doing a good job, but you haven't quite got it yet. And the person that's supervising you, whether it's your pastor, whom not, whoever, uh, see that you, you, you're working there and you're working hard, but you're not quite there yet. Because in their mindset, they believe that you can move from that capacity of being a janitor to a greeter for those that enter into the sanctuary. Now, Here's the problem with those that say, okay, 
I'm tired of being a janitor. Now it's time for me to be a greeter. I want to get with the people. I, I want to look into their faces and, you know, I want to welcome them into the building and I want to usher them in and uh, have you just have all that energy. The problem is that there may be certain character flaws that need to be addressed. So you can't quite think that you're ready to be a greeter until those character flaws are addressed. What do you mean, Pastor? Well, being a greeter does not mean that you're just saying welcome into the ministry. It requires someone who is cordial. It requires someone who are willing to submit themselves. Even when people come into church angry and uh, husband and wives have been fighting in the car on the way, you know what I'm talking about. When we talk about this thing, let's just talk about it the way that it really is. You have to be spiritual enough. You have to have enough discernment and insight to still pierce that feeling of coldness that may be between uh, a family member uh, and a husband and a wife or whomever the case may be. Or when someone comes in, can I just talk? Let me talk like I feel it. Somebody may come in and they have pressed their way to church uh, because their spouse has been beating up on them and they know they need to be in the presence of the Lord to get past this situation and circumstance because they need to hear a word from God. They, they need to get some counseling that will help them to move uh, from that transition, from that place where that abuse is appearing uh, or presenting itself as being something that's acceptable. So we need, or you will find out that you need to have someone that is sensitive enough to be able to deal with that kind of heart and that kind of uh, emotional trauma that they may be going through and, and give them a smile when they come through the door, even if they don't smile back, even if they frown, even if they say some things out of the way and you be able to genuinely say, God bless you, sis. God bless you, my brother. Uh, everything's going to be all right and mean that and know that there is a need for that person uh, to be addressed or shared something with or uh, counseled at that point in time, maybe just a suggestion to one of the leaders. Those types of things are paramount. And if you have character flaws yourself and you are not sensitive enough to be able to see those things, then it'll be totally overlooked and you'll just be thinking that everything's okay. We are our brother's keeper. We are ones who look out for each other. That's what we do in the body of Christ. That's what the heart of, oh my God, it is so important that we be able to be sensitive to the lives of our brothers and sisters as well as to others. But I'm talking about right now being in the house of God. So even if we saw it from a perspective of some visitors that are coming through, it's still important that we make them feel welcome and that they feel as though these are people that are genuinely showing the love of Christ, even if they have no clue of what the love of Christ looks like. But you and I have the ability and the wisdom to be able to demonstrate it. And it doesn't matter how difficult things were for you on last night or last week, but you are able to put that aside as you minister to them 
in the sight of the Most High God. That's what I'm talking about when I say that maybe you're not ready for step two. Just keep doing what you do in step one until the Lord helps you to be moved to that next step, to that next place of transition in your life. And believe me, you will appreciate the fact that you were not just uh, moved or you were not just elevated or promoted just for the sake of promotion or for someone trying to win your um, faithfulness to them. No, we don't shouldn't have to follow those kinds of guidelines and schemes and plans. No, we don't have to do that. We have to be genuine in the house of God. You know, I don't need to buy your friendship, but I don't need to buy your love. Uh, I'm going to love you one way or the other because the Bible tells me to do so. Now, if we could move from here, I want to share with you a, a, a word that Apostle Paul gave in Romans 14 and 17. Apostle Paul said, for the kingdom of God is not meat nor drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Now, when he said that, uh, I have to be honest with you, the very first time I believe that I read that, it was just a, man, just a catchy, catchy word, you know, and I, I used to say it all the time until I took the time to go back and look into the scripture. Now, when I went back and looked into the scripture, I saw where Apostle Paul was teaching about the law of liberty and about the law of love, all right? And he was teaching very, very valuable principles uh, about being able to do things of receiving someone who's weak in the faith and you're not lauding, you know, your ability to walk in faith in areas where others are not and, and understanding the importance of the law of love to the extent where I don't violate another brother or another sister uh, because I have a little more wisdom or I've been able to move to another level when it comes to understanding the importance of love. And this is key for us to understand this because we have to know that submission and surrendering ourselves to be a blessing or a help to others is showing the love of God like everyone should understand is important. I say this in all sincerity. We must understand the value and the importance of showing the love of God. Now, when I talk about this passage in, these, in this chapter, Romans 14, this transition, as we are seeing it, is understanding moving from a physical kingdom of the Word of God in, in 14 and 17 to a spiritual one as we operate in the law of love while understanding the law of liberty. I know I have the liberty, as Apostle Paul was talking, to be able to eat whatever I want to eat as long as I bless it. But if I harm my brother, if I harm my sister by doing so, who may not be in that place, who may not understand that, then I forget about the importance of operating in the law of love. And that's so vital. I, that is so necessary for us to be able to want to humble ourselves enough and love our brothers and our sisters enough to 
exercise the law of love, even as we understand our authority to operate in liberty. That's the difference between uh, understanding a strong and a weak believer, but at the same time, knowing that the love of God bonds us together. The love of God still allows us to be in a place where we can share with one another and encourage one another and not harm one another in the process. Now, disciples that are all in, and I want to share this with you because I think this is such a great word from the Lord that he gave me. Disciples that are all in come to church and get in his presence to do more than just jump and shout. And I want to make this clear. I love praising. I love worshiping. But when I come into the house of the Lord, and even at other times when I'm in my private time, but when I come into the house of the Lord, I have a genuine agenda. I come to do more than just jump and shout, but to receive the wisdom and the insight necessary for the next step in my destiny. And that's one of the things that we should do. Man, when we come in and we can jump and shout and we can worship, but I'm not just coming to get all sweaty. I'm I'm coming to have uh, real virtue poured down on the inside of me when I hear from the Lord or when I'm worshiping in God. I, I want to sense his presence like I've never sensed it before. I mean, I want it to be a new and a fresh freshness that's coming at me and in me and through me. Just church attendance, in my opinion, does not qualify you as being all in, even though some may think so. But I don't see it as that. If if needed, get that first, then move from there. So I'm I'm not against if 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 you still battling with church attendance, okay, let's let's pray. Let's get with you. Let's encourage you. I want you to get that down. Because if you're not there, then you can not hear. So you need to hear. And that doesn't mean that there are not other outlets. Yeah, I know you can hear on, on the internet, there's, on television. There are, there are so many other places that you can hear. But it is so important for us to be a part of and have a church home, a part where a Bible-believing, a Bible-teaching ministry, where people are sincerely uh, caring about you, sincerely loving you, and wanting to help you grow and mature as a man or a woman of God. So get that first if you need to do that. But then let's go from there. Getting into his presence outside of church is also necessary so that we might have spiritual balance. People don't understand the importance of prayer time, I think, sometimes. As, as believers, we just think, okay, I can, I can hear this message over here, and it sounds good, and I can get a word here, and then I can go on my Facebook page, and, and I can share that word, and that, looks me make, that makes me look so spiritual, and, and I got balance when I do that. That's not so. Having balance means that as I'm hearing uh, a word in in our services and in the midst of believers and and from the leadership that I will I will go home and then I will begin to pray and and even sometimes fast and ask God for deeper revelation and greater insight on that word and be able to develop a balance between what I've heard uh, taught and what I've seen exhibited. Uh, when we come together, uh, forsake not the assembly of ourselves together as the manner of some is. Pastor Paul said, I, I want us to understand that definitely we won't forsake that. 
But at the same time, when I'm outside of church, man, I've got to have a balance. I've got to be able to hear from God through the Spirit of God what He is saying unto me and then get greater revelation possibly on what I've already heard and and get that balance by being able to not just hear someone speak it, but then allow the Holy Spirit to give me greater insight and know myself that now growth has taken place in the midst of me following up on the word that I've already heard. Now, when I come to church, you know, being all in means that you come to receive intel concerning the next battle and strategy that comes along with it, or even to just know when we need to be quiet and rest in him. Now, intel, important information, uh, strategic information. That's what I'm talking about. It's a military term. So when we talk about intel, that's exactly what we're talking about. Something that's strategic, something that's important uh, for the next battle or even the battle that I'm currently in and the strategy that I need that comes through the word of God and my ability to hear and sense the leading of the Holy Spirit uh, along with that. Um, and even if it's just to know when. I need to be quiet and just rest in him. Believe it or not, that's just as important as getting intel, valuable intel for your next strategy for the warfare that God has given you, for your next fast or whatever the case may be. Being able to know when it's time to be quiet and to rest in him is equally as important. The key is the importance of coming together as a body, adds so much value to who we are in the midst of all that we are doing. Now, here's a, here's a kingdom strategic point for us. When you're all in, the Lord will bring a challenge before you and put you in a position where you must be willing to not only trust him for everything, but especially for the victory in the midst of the challenge. Now, it is, it is key that we understand that God is not punishing us when this happens, but God is developing us and he's taking us to a place that we've never been before in him. And that is worth worshiping God for. That's worth glorifying him for. We should be honored when God moves us and challenges us in the faith, knowing that there's something greater on the other side. It's also worth noting that in order to be a true disciple of Christ, we must not, I say this again, we must not lose heart in the midst of the battle, but be resilient in our natures. It's important that we be resilient. Uh, one thing about living for Christ, there can be a lot of ups and downs. They don't necessarily have to be in your life. You can be consistent, but rest assured, there are going to be some times and some things that will catch you off guard and it'll cause you to drop to a low that you didn't think that you ever would before. But here's the key. Don't stay there. Get up, move forward, be resilient in the midst of your walk 
as a child of God. Understanding and knowing that when we talk about resiliency, for some who may not be aware of it, uh, it's, it's the capacity just to recover quickly from difficulties. Having a, a certain level of toughness about who you are in the midst of everything that you are experiencing. Well, God bless you. We are so grateful to you. Thank you once again for being with us on A Village Perspective.